Welcome to Totally Tell Me, a weekly entertainment review podcast where we talk about movies, music, food, and fun. My name is Dominic Mercurio, and I am here with Laura Weinbach. Yo. What's up? And uh, we, we have no special guests today, but we do have a special show for you today. We're trying on a new, uh, you know, pair of pants over here. Um, you know, every week we have one main topic uh, that we discuss in depth, and usually it's a film. But this week, what we're going to do um, is we're going to discuss our top 10 favorite horror films. Um, is that right, Laura? You are, you see, you're doing something over there? Oh, it sounds right to <laughs> some me. Some secrets over there? Right. Oh, no. Oh, okay. I thought you were maybe setting up a secret of some kind. No secrets between us, Nike. Oh, oh my God. Not I feel so comfortable right now. <laughs> um, yeah. So we are going to go through all of that um, in a little bit as well. Um, but... Uh, first i was uh i wanted to tell you something <laughs> pray tell i uh was over at my parents this weekend uh-huh and uh, you know we we're just hanging out as father's day as as oh, you right. may or may not know um that. Uh-huh. Did, did you did you uh did you call your papa i called yeah i yeah. called my pops how was he the old man he was fine he had to go oh he had to go he's <laughs> like uh thanks thanks a lot laura i gotta go <laughs> well, i called him i was like hey happy father's day he's like tony i'll be right there hey i gotta go i gotta go <laughs> something like that he's like yeah thank you for calling it was very nice of you i appreciate it talk to you later <laughs> your dad's a character <laughs> yeah that's cool uh well i was i went down to my parents uh they don't live far from where i live so i went down there for uh dinner and just kind of like chilling out uh-huh. and you know we were we're chilling out there and um i was like Oh, I know what we could do. We could watch um we could watch Laura's brother's uh comedy special if you guys want. Oh no. So really? I That's what tossed, you guys did for Father's it, Day. <laughs> for Father's wow. Day. Tossed on the old Brent Weinbach. Oh my god, uh, that's so funny. Appealing to the mainstream, his new comedy special. That's hilarious. You wanna know why? Why? Can I cut in for two Wait, seconds? did you no, I want you to, yeah. Well no, because other families have celebrated holidays <laughs> using my brother as the no point way. of celebration. No way, really? Like, he played at some kid's 13-year-old birthday party, and, like, for the birthday, uh-huh. I guess it, I guess it was his birthday party, like, they had Brent be the form of entertainment come in, uh-huh. and they had it at, like, some, like, fucking, you know, like, Chuck hall, e. or, not Chuck E. Cheese, <laughs> no, it was, like, at some kind of fucking, like, cafe, not, you know, oh, like, God, dining hall, cheese. dining uh, hall of some kind. Right. So and they weren't serving Chuck E. Cheese pizza, just a no, no. Okay. Maybe he wasn't thirteen. Maybe he was like sixteen. But they had my brother there, and they were like, you know, it was like this momentous family affair where uh-huh. everybody was coming together. Right. But Brent's like, they had a giant cutout, cardboard cutout of Brent on the stage, <laughs> and like during the momentous parts of the occasion, uh-huh. it was like Brent was part of that. Right, like right, they right. had him be in the photographs and it was like, you know, they were celebrating this kid's birthday, but they uh-huh. were really like honoring Brent. <laughs> <laughs> like, Oh man, you're so great, Brent. Yeah. So, it was like, they so had him be in all be the here. family photos and stuff. And like, they had a stage for him to do his stand up oh, on and a cardboard cutout of him. And all of that, the cardboard cutout along with himself was in the photographs of all the momentous parts of the occasion. Well, that's a beautiful so thing. So that's pretty well, interesting. Much like that. So for you, you had the same thing. Basically, it was wow. basically a cardboard cutout, but it come a little more to life. And uh, So the family was all sitting we around gathered, the You know, we gathered, gathered around our the things TV. and we just bundled up and watched a nice... Uh, you know, ridiculous comedy special. Wow, how did you hilarious. like it? You liked it? Yeah, it was. It's great. I mean, it's so uh-huh. funny. I, I definitely <laughs> highly recommend it to anyone if you yeah. want to check it out. Wow, uh, I think you find it on CISO. But, uh, yeah, it was great. Um, I was cracking up. I've seen his comedy um 
you know, live a few times. Yeah. And so I definitely like recognized a couple of the things, but some of it was totally new to me and it was like, it was great. There's, uh, have you seen it yet? Actually, no. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I uh, need to watch it. I'm going to do that. I'm, cur- I'm curious if you've seen, uh, and I'll say this in the vaguest terms to not spoil anything, but uh, if you've seen like an orchestra of some kind, him conducting oh, yeah, orchestra. Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. Oh, see, I've never seen I think seen I've seen all the bits that he oh, okay. does. Well, I've never special, seen that bit, but... and it was fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. And amongst other things, there was there was, uh, there was was one thing he did at the live show last time uh, that he did in the special that I was all about. Um, just like he, he like goes into this other character that he calls as like, what if he was this weird, you know? Like, uh-huh. He's like... You know, some oh, people yeah. say I'm really weird, like, but what if I was like this? And then like, he like, you know, what the problem with Poopo is <laughs> yeah, that guy, so good, yeah, the weird guy. <laughs> He's my favorite. Oh yeah, that's a great. He's my favorite. That's a great character. That's my favorite bit. That was my favorite bit when I saw him live, anyways. But the other thing is, you know, then after we had come down from the, you know, Brent Weinbach uh, um, routine, the uh, the old shebang. Um, <laughs> We decided to kind of keep the party going, and I I also showed them man, uh, first male birth. Oh my god, your parents! <laughs> yeah. What did your parents think of this? Stuff? How did they, they take it? were well, okay. Actually, first up, I showed just my brother because like my dad was in the other room, and mm-hmm. I was like, Alex, you gotta see this. <laughs> and then I like pulled it up. What did Alex? Because what my plan was to just say? my plan was like just to show my brother, you know. And what did he think? Oh my god, he was like freaking the fuck out he's like what the fuck is this shit <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and he was just like oh my god what oh are you showing god, me like as it progressed hilarious. and then like and then he was like he had to look away from the screen he was like what the fuck <laughs> oh <my laughs> what god. is this wow and uh it was it was a full-blown reaction i mean full he was blown. like he was like squirming around and like screaming and shit <laughs> And then that attracted the attention of my... Oh, yeah. He loved... I mean, he He thought it was crazy. I mean, you know, he loved it in the sense that he thought it was absolutely crazy. You know? was he like, oh, my God, I got to go show this shit to my buddies? That's exactly what he did. Really? Then he immediately texted it to a few friends and he's like, dude, I got to see what they say about this. (laughs) Wow. It's so viral and yet... It's a fun thing to share. So hard to find. But anyways, then my parents were like hearing his reaction and and then hearing me like crack the fuck up to his reaction. Yeah. Like, what are you showing them over there? And I was like, oh, it's like this video that, you know, Brent also made. And then they're like, oh, I want to see it. I was like, uh, all right, we'll strap in then and threw it up on the big screen there. And uh-huh. uh, it was quite the reaction. My mom was just like, oh, my God, <laughs> what is this? And then my dad was just like squirming in his seat and just like, wow. oh, God. <laughs> like, you know, when they, as the various levels come into play, it yeah. was just a further and further descent into like, can I even continue to stare at the screen kind of thing? What it was, it was their, great. their it final was, reaction? They were just like, that was crazy. Like, what the fuck was that shit? <laughs> it's it was a bit of a wild a bit ride. Of a isn't stunned, it? kind of stunned look in their eye. Do they not like my? brother's comedy special oh no no they did they did yeah no they thought i mean it seemed like they thought it was pretty funny wow (laughs) they're they're laughing they're cracking up so you had a family filled just a family affair brent weinbach weekend it was it was another weekend in wonder weinbach land right it was a it was another mercurio weinbach production you know wow that's hilarious (laughs) just of a different variety that's so funny that that was your father's day event was to watch the brent weinbach comedy special and then first man giving birth right i figured you'd appreciate that an outrage. We, we honor the wine box for, for Father's Day. Oh, that's right. You should. 
You're not going to be the only ones coming up soon here. Oh. The world will know. Oh, I see, I see. The Weinbach <laughs> name was... is a name to be celebrated. Oh, good, good, good. Well, maybe we should. Whatever. Okay, let's move we on. we got a bunch of movies to talk about tonight. Yeah, we do. So it's um, not just one, but. But ten. Wait, oh, yes. 20, yeah. actually. Oh, actually, yeah. We're, we're going to be discussing 20 movies. This maybe is a, more. Probably a rapid fire kind of thing, I feel yeah. like, um, so that we can get to everything. <laughs> sure. Um, and I also uh, sent out a little thing on Facebook to get some of your guys' input into some of your favorite films as well. So I'll kind of uh, incorporate those in as we go. And at the end, I'll just read some of the extra ones because I thought I thought there were some really valid choices from everybody, but ones that I didn't personally pick. But maybe they show up in your list. So Wait, who knows? Are we, let's not do that till after we no, say our... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, yeah. sorry. I'm I, was, saying, I wasn't uh, listening. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, after after bored. we're done, I'll I'll put in some uh, a few of them. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm very interested to, to hear. Uh, so I, I think maybe just to preface this, um, I think we wanted to switch it up to... Uh, also give you guys some suggestions of horror movies that we really dig um, because I'm sure as you've noticed if you've listened to some of the other episodes or you've just scrolled to see what we uh, have reviewed previously we're both uh, you know fairly into horror films at least as a genre that interests us both Um, and you know not all horror movies are good and in fact I would say most horror movies are bad but at least from my perspective when a horror movie is good I think it's one of the most effective kind of films that you can watch so for me, I definitely have like always had a deep love of horror movies and have a real interest in when something can make you feel in that particular way. So why do you love horror films? What is it about them? I just love the reaction that it gives me, and and uh, I'd think for it to elicit such a strong feeling is just a really kind of powerful thing. And so you like the sensation of being thrill. scared. It's it's, it's the same reason that you know I like roller coasters. You okay, know? so it's, it's got that adrenaline. Kind I of think thing so, there. but I also think there is an element that I think it's hard to construct uh, fear and uh-huh. have it be effective. Uh-huh. And I think often, at least from uh, many of the films on, on my list, uh, there can be a beauty to horror movies too. Like if you can present something that is very dark subject matter in a kind of beautiful way, I think that uh, those two things together can really just be like a, um, I don't know, a very a pretty like mesmerizing thing to watch. I yeah. just get really swept up in horror movies. I, I get very like invested in them if they're very good. And right. I think about them for weeks, you know, if yeah. they're very good, oh, they, do you? they, they, you know, stick in my mind for a very long time. Really? What, why do you, uh, what's, what are, what's your feelings on horror movies before we get started here? I'd say the obvious thing, which is basically what you're saying. Yeah. The adrenaline rush. I, mm-hmm. I, I will say that I, um, I, I, I'm not as into horror films as I used to be. Right. Um, like I, growing up, I was always seeking out the scariest movie I could find. Mm-hmm. But um, now I feel like after having seen so many, I'm just so used to the format that I'm kind of over it. It's mm-hmm. kind of like you start to see the same patterns over and over and it doesn't really do much for me anymore. Right. And also like when it does do something, like when it does elicit f- fear for me, I find myself wanting to not feel scared anymore. <laughs> like have, I'm uh, done with that. Right. I don't, I'd rather just be comfortable and relaxed and like enjoy <laughs> just being there. But you do, you, you know, cause when you're scared, you want it to, you don't want to, you want it to be over. Right. You know, you want it to be like done. And yeah. I realize, like, I yeah, I'm da- I'm over wanting to not feel something. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Do they, you know what I mean? I get you. But apparently so, you've, you've found at least 10 that you... Uh, no, I mean, were. I can still, like, recognize the films that I think are good horror films. I mean, right. I, I will... 
if I see a preview for something that I haven't seen that's in the horror genre mm-hmm. that looks enticing and genuinely scary, mm-hmm. I'll still have that sense of like curiosity and wanting to see it. And it's like, yeah, I, I like stuff that's shocking. And, right, right, right. But I'm not as drawn to it as I used to be. Gotcha. Well, I say we get into it. Um, I was going to suggest that maybe what we do, or um, maybe let's uh, preface each of our lists with a little caveat. My caveat is um, I just want to make it distinct that the way I was thinking about these films and making these selections is they're not necessarily the scariest films. Um, I want to make that distinction. To me, these are my favorite horror films, Uh which to me just means my favorite film, like the best made films that are in this genre, not necessarily the actual scariest um i'll say which one i think is the scariest movie on here but it isn't actually number one because i did i wasn't ranking them just on like how fearful they've made me or whatever that's not what i'm trying to do today and i'm gonna say the same except for me um my list is comprised of films that i just like for whatever reason that happen to fit under the horror genre Mm -hmm. one way or another and they may or may not be the scariest, but mm-hmm. they are memorable and they left marks and imprints on my psyche in cool. some way. And yours are not numbered, I think you told me, right? Yeah, you, mine are not in, in any particular order. Right, right. And I did actually rank mine, so I'm going to yeah. do mine in If I had put in, in the a, time, in mine would have been in order as well, but <laughs> I, fine, fine. I didn't put in the time. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. You know what? It's great. Sorry, guys. Um, and uh, yeah, so... Mm, let's let's do this maybe i'll do one and then you do one and we'll just kind of do like a ping pong okay let's do back and forth sure cool you do one i do one okay uh i'll go first then okay number 10 favorite horror movies dominic mccurio here we go number 10 the ring oh i haven't seen it wait you haven't seen the ring nah it probably looks stupid to me and i decided not to see it you know about it at all yeah so it's 2002. It's directed by Gore uh, Gore Bravinsky. Uh, it's a it's a American horror film, right? Um, and it was sort of like it kicked off the Japanese horror remakes that were happening in the United States in the early 2000s. Um, none of which were, I in my opinion, were nearly as good as The Ring. Um, but and well, it, it, and it was a remake of Ringu, which is uh, the Japanese horror film, which came out a few years prior to that. Uh-huh. Um, but actually. I'm going to say The Ring, the American version, is the one I'm putting on here. And I think it's mainly just With Naomi Watts? Yes, with Naomi Watts. I think it's mainly I'm putting this one over the Japanese one only because I saw it first. And so it had the biggest impact on me. The two films are both very good, though. I'd recommend either. um, But I would just say The Ring. And um, quick little shout out already. Our first little shout out in Facebook. Uh, Carl Sturgis, um, one of my friends, uh, also said uh, his favorite horror film was The Ring. And he said, uh, it's not really horror, more thriller, which is way better than horror, if you ask me. And that's uh, Carl's words, which yeah. I kind of don't totally agree with. I do think what, it that is thriller fairly is better horror. Than ho- that well, thriller no, is better than horror? No, uh, just that this particular movie oh. isn't necessarily horror, though I do see where he's coming from. But uh, I would actually still consider it uh, horror. It's very briefly, because I know we got a lot to get to, it's um, about this videotape uh, that in seven days you die after you've seen oh, wait, it, and this... you have to show someone. It, it was remade recently. Is this where recently. that seven comes yeah, from? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> No, but that was, that was the remake. They recently right. remade this movie. I have not seen the remake, but I assume it's terrible. It looked bad. 
Uh, and in the remake now, it's like a viral video. It's like a YouTube video that Seven Days You Die. This is like a videotape. Right. You watch it seven days later. You're you're cursed, and and you're like having these crazy fucked up visions. And unless you pass it off to somebody else, like unless if you show someone else the tape, you're gonna die. So you have to like pass it off to somebody else. Basically, uh-huh. it's a good. It's a it's good. You know, it's like a fun. It's a fun little uh, horror romp. I would say. Okay, that's so, number ten. That's for number you? ten for me. Okay. Yeah. All right, mine. Hit, hit us with one. In no particular order, <laughs> The Witch. And I imagine that's the one Witch. of our shared films it is that indeed, we have yeah. on our list. So that was 2015, directed by Robert Eggers. And the, it's uh, Well, just to clarify, it, it came out in a wider release in 2016. That's, that's what I was thinking, yeah. because I was like, it doesn't seem like... It did too- do the festival circuit in late 2015, okay, but it's real, like wider releases because dominic and i went and saw that movie together and i thought geez was it already two years ago that we saw that no (laughs) i remember seeing it last year yeah so i loved that film i loved Mm -hmm. the just the cinematography and more than a horror film for me it was like a beautiful art piece and i just i loved just the set designs and the overall like art direction of it and the the script and the acting the directing everything about it i thought was great the music was incredible. The sound design was incredible. Mm-hmm. And that particular vein of horror film is really like the kind of thing that I'm drawn to, which is like occult centered um, mm-hmm. horror stuff to do with the occult and like psychological, I guess, stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that when you're dealing with witches and demons, it really is more of a cycle, like what is unseen. Right, right. And, and that um, movie's all about not this, always showing you what you, it does show you think you want to yeah, see or whatever. Like it shows certain things, but, and I actually think that even when it shows you some stuff, it's like still pretty, it's tasteful, like pretty disturbing. And, um, yeah, it just, it really does like encapsulate an eerie feeling. And, and, um, and I like the fact that it's a period piece, like drama at the same time. And, yeah. That is kind of your thing. <laughs> yeah. It's totally my thing. Yeah. So I loved that movie. I love it too. Um, I'll maybe save my thoughts for when I get to it in my list. Uh, sure. But I also totally love that movie. All right. And it does make an appearance in a little bit here. You're up. My number nine, I'm going to say, is It Follows, which I know is going to be controversial for you because I'm pretty sure you did not like It Follows. Well, it certainly would not be in my top ten. It I mean, Follows. I, I didn't hate the movie, but I thought it was okay. I love that movie. Uh, so it's a 2014 film directed by uh, David, David Robert Mitchell, uh, also a, a American horror film. Um, and in my opinion, it, along with... Um, it along with like the Babadook kind of kicked <laughs> off this, which I know you haven't seen. These we discussed just such like millennial choices. No, 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 uh, no. Uh, the Babadook actually isn't on my list. Um, okay. But, uh, but I was just going to say that it follows and Babadook both came out in 2014. And I think kind of started this, this thing that's going on right now where uh, horror is now art horror. Like there's this yeah. subgenre of horror that has made a resurgence lately that I feel like was kind of petering off for a long time. There was like a, a long break, I Speaking think. Speaking of petering, we'll get to it later. Ooh, okay. Ooh, ooh. Well, look at that <laughs> drop. Ba-boom. Yeah. Um, it follows to me, though, kind of kicked off this this idea that you make a horror film with, like, style, you know, and it's, like, artistic and it's well shot and it's got, like, a cool tone and, like, um, it's fun. It's, it's a really uh, unique concept, too. Actually, in a similar way to The Ring, it's kind of like about a curse that you're left with and you need to pass off to somebody else. Yeah. Um, 
very very good uh and it was just such a nice change of pace i think for american horror after such a long period of like crap like saw saw and like hostile and you know it kind of brought back stylized indie indie horror and um now i think it kind of paved the way for something like for example the witch you know it's uh, all all these like recent horror films or like it comes at night all these recent kind of art horror but i'll remind you of something soon okay (laughs) was a thing that was before sure follows yeah yeah oh i'm not saying in the vein of art horror I'm not saying that it, that uh, it follows is like the first ever horror movie. To no, like not the first ever, but I mean, like within the last ten years. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. is another. Oh, okay. Well, cool. That's a exciting better, to me. A better. Well, it follows is my number nine. I love that movie. Scarier. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, scare. Oh, scarier. Ooh. Uh huh. I actually think it follows has some it. extremely scary sequences. No. Wait until you see this one that I'm going to tell you about. You <laughs> will right. freak the fuck out. What is it? What is it? Well, okay, I guess so I can skip say to this it. One. Yeah, skip right to it. So, House of the Devil, 2009, oh, directed it. by Stuart by Ty West. Yeah, you seen watched it? it. Yeah, I've seen it. That movie's fucking scary. It is scary. It That's is scary. way scarier than it follows. Oh my god! Like well, it's so in a silently scary. Like there's so much dead silence in it. That's yeah. like, and so much silence, not just in sound, but in mm-hmm. movement and like lots of slow, like slow paced scenes that really make you want to get the hell out of there <laughs> right 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 you know i think it's, it's very it, effective and it, it's got a cool style it's like kind it's of shot like, in an 80s yeah way. it's really really 80s derivative but like and unintentionally right. but and i think they, they did a great job of that because when i first watched it i thought wait did this come out in like the 80s because yeah even the film about, stock is like 80s and, and also like the t- the text uh yeah the fonts, titles, the fonts, and, yeah, the title, yeah, it, like it's all done. The in, color, they, they really, it's it's not even like, uh, oh, this is in an eighty style. It's like it looks like it maybe is f- from no, the straight 80s, up. Yeah. And I, they were def- definitely going for that. I don't actually know if they were like, um, uh, if they were directly like referencing a specific film from the eighties, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah. When I first watched it, I thought, oh, my God, how have I not seen this super scary movie from the 80s? Because I feel like I've watched like yeah. most of the major horror films from yeah. the 80s. And uh, I thought this was one that I had missed. And no, it's from 2009, mm-hmm. directed by Ty West. And just very scary, very effective and yeah. really well directed. Wow, 2009, it's that long ago? Yeah. Wow, I thought it was more recent than that. Uh, no. I mean, I know that that's not super long ago, but it just seemed like it was within the last few but years. But do you but not no. agree that that's like scarier than it follows? Um, y- yeah, I guess there are sequences in that. There, there are specific sequences, though. But the thing is, is the only reason I, I, for example, didn't include that in my list is I do love that movie. But I feel like the last the end. act kind oh, of God, loses yeah. me a bit. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. It kind of fell apart for me, and yeah. and it got a little too much. Um, it shows, which you is too a much common problem, I think, for horror films. Yeah, that, that that is that is a big thing with this genre to me. That has always been a bummer. Is sometimes with horror films, you get like an awesome setup, and you get super invested, and you're like, oh man, this is fucking terrifying. But then once the evil is truly revealed in some way, right. it actually becomes far once less scary. Once the mystery is out. Right. Like yeah. I, I think a lot of filmmakers have a tough time resolving a horror movie in an effective feeling way. And right. that was another film that, even though I was super invested in the beginning, it didn't really leave a super good impression with me just because of the I ending. I guess that just, I think it means something, which is that, a really important factor of horror is mystery. Yeah, absolutely. And I totally like, agree with that. And like once that mysterious element is 
out of the box. It's like, what do you do? Game then? over. You know, it's it's hard. Which to... leads me to my next movie. All right. Well, do you want to? Or what? Do you have anything else to? Say? Oh wait, sorry, it's no, your no, turn. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, get back to mine later. It's fine. It's fine. Okay, um, your turn. Go. So n- <laughs> number eight for me. Uh-huh. is Jacob's Ladder, which oh, is from one. 1990. Have you seen Jacob's Ladder? I have, but it's been ye- it's aeons. Been it's actually been a long time but for I me, too. I recall that being really scary. Really, yeah. really terrifying sequences. Uh, uh, totally. Directed Good by one. Adrian Lin, um, also an American horror film. Jacob's Ladder, to me, is just the epitome of psychological horror. Um, it's about this uh, vet who, he, you know, he's come back from the war and he is um experiencing some ptsd like symptoms but the things that the paranoia that he's feeling and the and the things that he he's seeing um are taking a sort of very dark almost demonic form and he is like fearful that like everyone's watching or like that these people are after him or that someone is at someone's trying to get to him in some way and you as the viewer are kind of unsure if it is just hallucinations or if it is real I feel like that film does a great job of um, blending reality with uh, uh-huh. fiction or like and making you lies. constantly question what is lies. real and what is not real. And oh. there's some terrifying sequences in that. In I that just movie. did a quick IMDb on the movie. Yeah. Here's a fun fact. Yeah. The movie is also known as Dante's Inferno. Oh, really? Is that like a alternate like um, well, title for a different country or something? Um, oh, and it's starring Tim Robbins, by the way, if you if you're interested in that. Yeah. Uh, in that fella <laughs> i'm not sure what country it was referred to that in no it's just a general also known as aka so that's interesting oh weird well i've never heard that but um well i mean yeah <laughs> so yeah you've also seen that movie and a long time ago yeah we should uh, rewatch that i'd be down to rewatch that movie it's a very very good um it, uh, yeah it was it's an early horror film for me uh that left a big impression on me. And I think it was maybe one of the first that like really got me super interested in feeling fear because I think it, it showed me a different kind of horror when I was young um, and like getting into horror movies and, and seeing something like that, which really was taking it in a different direction, which at that, you know, now as an adult, it's like plenty of horror movies are psychological. But for me, that was like, the first big impactful psychological horror film I think I saw. Yeah. You know, I got to say, you just reminded me of that. And now I feel like I want to watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> I think I might watch it tonight. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> and I put that on my to-do list. Yeah, cool. <laughs> watch Jacob's Ladder. There you go. And you should too, audience, whoever is listening to this episode. I highly recommend all of these movies. Yeah. Jacob's Ladder, very good. Cool. Uh, good one. Yeah. Hit, hit, hit us with another. Props to you. <laughs> all right. So, the movie to which I was hinting at earlier when you said something about Pete something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And mystery, when I said, which leads me to my next thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I included this film on my list, even though it's not like specifically a horror film. It's more under the, the genre of like mystery and drama, but there are definitely like horrific elements to it, I think. Uh-huh. Um, Picnic at Hanging Rock. Mm, which is not yeah, just one of my this. top 10 horror movies, but it's one of my top 10 movies of all time. Nice. I absolutely love that film. It came out in 1975, directed by Peter Weir. That's mm-hmm. the Peter reference. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, Peter Weir, excellent director, especially with this film. Just so good. Mm-hmm. Such a great film. I mean, 
What's the year on it? Did you already 1975. Say? 1975. Okay. And I was realizing that most of the films on my list are from the 70s and 80s. So <laughs> hey, there I mean, you go. I th- that's actually Golden that's good years. because I think, um, you know, a lot of mine are from, in general, a lot of mine are from probably like the last 25, 30 years. Right. Just because that's just like, these were the impactful films to me, I think. And, and a lot of the time that is just what had been what was coming out when i was like a kid or right or, and or even recently you know well these films are so films that came up, out before i was a kid right or, no, I know, they I were know. available to me while i was a kid so I, I guess i was watching these and the ones that were in the 80s and like right. when i was a kid was when i was most interested in horror yeah 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 <laughs> like i remember my best friend would come over and sleep over at my house every weekend and we would decide which horror film we were going to watch yeah and like our parents just let us watch whatever the hell we wanted to. Both both of our dads were filmmakers. Right, right, right. So we were like exposed to any kind of like film <laughs> that was available, you know, like mm-hmm. no uh, no censorship on our parents' part at all. Right, right, right. Which is probably not the best thing for me because I would be like <laughs> fucking so scared sometimes that I wouldn't yeah. be able to go to the bathroom by myself. <laughs> but um, for like a month. Right. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'd like make my mom come with me every every time. <laughs> After Aww. watching certain horror films, which we'll talk about soon. Right. Um, but H- Picnic and Hanging Rock, amazing movie. Just the world that it creates and the the sense of like silent mystery and, and tension and really like contemplative, like introspective darkness. Mm-hmm. There's just something about it that I, I love the world that it creates. And it's something, it's like a period piece drama again. Yeah. <laughs> it's about like turn <laughs> of the century or like post Victorian, maybe like early to 1920s schoolgirls in Australia go have a picnic mm-hmm. on Val- St. Valentine's Day and mysterious things start to happen. That's all I can really say without yeah. giving any spoilers, but just oh, cool. beautiful, you're, you're beautiful movie, me. beautiful movie and totally it's the setting is my kind of movie it's like victorian schoolgirls. yeah 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 cool so anything involving nice. that i would want to watch yeah yeah <laughs> pretty yeah. much and also uh the themes that are like underlying all of it are very much about kind of like the threshold between childhood and adulthood or what comes after childhood and the loss of innocence and those are themes that i like myself have given a lot of thought to throughout my years mm-hmm. up till now like it's a subject and a theme that i've explored a lot i think through different projects that i've worked on and art projects that i've engaged with and i think that that movie really inspired me in a lot of ways cool creatively so watch it it's great <laughs> <laughs> cool next <laughs> uh so my number seven in my list here is the witch which we ah. have just recently discussed again 2016 robert eggers uh, it was actually his directorial debut which we forgot to mention earlier and again it's an American horror film uh, the only thing I'll just briefly add because I think like we've already talked about it I just want to also say that I think it put it basically with It Follows and Babadook that kind of set the stage for this modern art horror thing that's going on right now and I think The Witch basically like bumped that shit up another notch or two and um, I think now that's this has sort of become the bar to beat for me at least for like modern horror. I think uh, the witch is the most recent amazing horror film that I've seen. Uh, <laughs> I mean, minus it comes at night, which I actually do think is very good. And I was considering putting it on this list, but <laughs> the only reason, but the only reason I didn't was just because I have seen it so recently that I feel like it's, 
I have to wait like six months Let and see how I, yeah, I got to see how I feel about it in six months though. Right now I'm very, <laughs> I'm very hyped on it right now. <laughs> if you didn't listen to our last episode, we had a very heated debate about it comes at night. Um, yeah, I didn't like it. <laughs> and I did like it quite a lot. Then again, I also fell asleep for half of it. So exactly, <laughs> exactly. I'm sure if you fell asleep in half of the witch, you might not like it as much either. Nah, <laughs> you'd like it. Right. And again, I guess the last thing I'll just say about the witch is I think it's a, I think it's just a great movie first and then it, it yeah. is scary second, you know, like sure. it, it prioritizes just being a fantastic film from all fronts and it being scary is just kind of the byproduct of what is happening. And I think that is the most interesting direction a horror movie can go. Like, don't fo- like, I think <laughs> it's like, I love it when directors are focusing on just making a good movie and then whatever comes of the scare factor is whatever comes. And this was just a great example of, of that being really effective. Uh-huh. All right. What's up? You, you, All right, another one from the list <laughs> yeah. again, minor in no particular order. Right. Uh, the Company of Wolves, 1984, directed by Neil Jordan. Mm, I've never uh, even heard now, of Now, this is a movie that many might not agree with me on, and <laughs> there might be some who would even venture to say they hated it. Oh, shit. But <laughs> I liked it, and I thought it was really weird and cool and um, a little bit... Uh, What's his name? Oh my God! Why am I blanking? Uh, Michelle Gondry-ish. Director? Oh, oh, okay, cool. Like in terms of some of like the music videos Michelle Gondry's done, yeah. it's, it's some. I, I would venture to say uh-huh. it's somewhat reminiscent of. There's like some oh, stop motion style. stuff going on in the Company of Wolves, and it's based like on the Little Red Riding Hood fairy tale, and oh. it's like a horror movie version of that. But it's also kind of like outlandish and weird and fantastical. Uh-huh. Well as is the story but um i remember You've watching seen freeway it. right is that what it's yeah. called freeway oh yeah i love that movie because Re- there's also Reese like a, yeah which is also vaguely like an adaptation of the red right yeah. Yeah. yeah okay cool. no but this is like a full-on like fantasy horror. fiction horror mm-hmm. movie with like some stop motion um elements and oh, like fairy tale i mean like the art direction is very kind of artsy <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. in terms of there being like like handmade models of different things and and like animated Mm -hmm. sort of models and stuff like that. And it's just, it's a lot of fun visual stuff in my opinion. And I remember watching it when I was maybe like 17 Mm -hmm. alone at night in my big living room in in the Hollywood Hills and like it being really scary, but also like really fun. And I was really into fairy, I've been really into fairy tales at that point in my life. And yeah, and still am, and so stuff that has anything to do with those kinds of that kind of fiction. It's your, it's your. I'll cup take of tea. it. It's your cup of tea for the most part. Except I don't really enjoy modern adaptations of fairy tale. Fairy tale. I find myself not being as interested in like these contemporary CGI versions of like fairy tale mm-hmm, mm-hmm. stories, just because they suck. <laughs> I don't like CGI. It sucks. Me too. See, Me the too. Company of Wolves came out at a time when there was not it wasn't CGI, even possible. so it yeah. was like real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's all practical effects and stuff, and I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of a lot of good modern horror films too. I think realize that CG is not the way to go for horror. You know. I guess, but they still do it. Yeah, some do, and it's then they're like, not effective. I feel no, like, and but, it uh, sucks. It's such a bummer. It's like. What's the point of seeing that over like fucking Shrek or whatever? You know what I mean? Because they all look uh, the same. Uh, it all looks the same. Right. 
No, I hear I, I'm not. I'm not anyway, listening. The Company of Wolves, you might like it. You might think it's stupid. I know that one of my very close friends who is a huge, you know, fairy tales fan and, mm-hmm. and like enjoys these classic tales does not like that movie. Oh, <laughs> she thought it was horrible. <laughs> oh, shit. I liked it, though. And it, I, it's, I, yeah, I'm putting it on the top 10 list because I wanted to share that with the people. And yeah, yeah. it's a movie that stuck in my mind and it resonated with me. So that's awesome. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Oh, cool. Nice. Um, well, my next one on my list here is, uh, so number six for me is a film called them. Oh yeah. Do you, have you seen it? It's, Wait. So it's 2006. Uh, it's a French film, uh, directed by, it's actually, co- it's a co-direct. Um, so it's David Moreau and Xavier Palud. I'm not sure if I'm saying their names right. I apologize. Uh, but it is, a, it's a French film and you may know it, uh, here. Did I see that? Them. 2006? Yeah, them, 2006. You're looking it up on your computer. I am. So uh, for listeners and for you too, Laura, uh, they remade this um, in America and they called it The Strangers. Okay. So if you have seen The Strangers, it's a a similar setup. But what I'll say is I actually think both films are very good. And I might even include The Strangers on my list. The only reason I didn't just because I feel like you only really well actually you should see both but you know there's only room on this list for one of this exact kind of film (laughs) it's a very similar experience but um them is just about this couple who is like kind of doing a little getaway like just little couples uh couples weekend or whatever at their like fancy house in the woods or whatever oh Uh, like a big kind of mansion and they go there and they're just like drinking wine they're having a great time and you know later on in the night um these people start something people maybe person we don't even really know what it is um just starts terrorizing them uh you know in invading the house and then uh it just kind of spirals out but i think the big thing for me with this movie is like it has just the pacing is incredible it's not actually that long of a movie I believe it's maybe just like an hour and 20 minutes or something. It's pretty short. Yeah. Hour, hour and 17 minutes. Uh, Wait, okay. You're reminding me of something that I saw, but it's not called them. Oh, what okay. is it? It's, it, it's like a Swedish movie and oh, they're, they're on well, vacation. It might be on my list. Oh no, never mind. Wait, it's not that. It's there's not that. a vacation. They're at a vacation home on a lake and so oh. bloody shit goes down and like, it's oh, you very about- violent. You're talking about funny games. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Funny games. Now that is actually uh, something I was going to mention later as an honorable mention. I, was, I have honorable mentions. Oh, too. do you really? <laughs> I do. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. So, uh, <laughs> well, maybe I'll just save that for a second, but sure. yeah, funny games um, is another great film that I would definitely recommend, but um, for different reasons. Uh, so anyways, just to wrap up them um, basically, to me, the reason I love this movie is it's super realistic. There's, it, it just feels like something that could really happen to you. And so for that, it just like really got me, it like really freaked me out. Um, and I just think that the pacing is incredible. Like this movie starts with a, with a, you know, like a good little setup and you, you're just kind of in this nice little lulling kind of thing. And then once the shit hits the fan, it just is relentless. It is like yeah. truly just there is no breathing i feel like for the last like you know 40 minutes of this movie basically the last half of the movie is just like a relentless thing that is uh just very intense and um that that movie just is always something i still think about as just being such an effective 
study on on just on how to create good horror. And all uh, right, I'm gonna put that on my to do list. Yeah, I highly recommend that one. I think I think you'd really like that one. It's it's understated Sounds too. Good. I would say it's not like it's not like in your face violent or anything. It's it's all just like uh, tension. It's very uh-huh. it's just a very tense film. Sure. Um, and I will say that when I put up this thing on Facebook, uh, Amanda Vasquez, um, friend of mine. She said um, Them was her favorite horror movie. And she said... Oh, really? Yeah. Something about a gang of crazy children invading a house scares the crap out of me, is what she said. (laughs) Wait, so... I agree with you. (laughs) Was this why you... Did she remind you of the movie or... No, no. So I made my list and then I put that thing on Facebook. Uh And uh, just a couple of them actually lined up with some of the films that are on my list. So I'm just going to kind of sprinkle them in as we get to them. Uh Um, And then some other ones that didn't that didn't make the list for me but i want to uh, read some of these after we're done sure because i think there's there's some legit uh you know there's some legit good ones in so there i'm here yeah so i'm here all okay right. so that's them what's uh what, cool. what's next for you all right uh, again in no particular order right <laughs> classic one of the great horror films of all time suspiria 1977 ah, i knew this was coming Directed by Dario Argento. Very good. Love the subject matter. Love the direction. Love the art direction. Love the music. Uh, it's a great movie. Yeah. And I'll say uh, Dylan Gallagher, the our guest who was here last week <laughs> of uh, Vivere Vivolf. He commented on the um, on the Facebook post and said, Scream, Suspiria and Slumber Party Massacre. The three holy S's. So those were he, his uh, three favorite horror films, and uh, so Suspiria is. One Wait, of his hold favorites. on. Scream. Scream. He that said that does not deserve to be on a top ten list. Well, it's actually in my honorable mentions for a different reason again. No. For a different so, reason again. Like not top ten material. Well, okay, in let's, my just, let, let's just get into it then. No, that's so fine. I, I, I kind Suspiria of, is great though. I think Scream is it fits into this genre that to me is a cool movie to watch if you love horror movies, but it's not. It's it's more like really. It's for it's, it's a, like a it's deconstruction. A yeah, 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 it's like a deconstructing Harry. Well, so that's why I didn't <laughs> include it on my list because to me, I wouldn't really say it's a horror movie, um, but it's like a deconstruction of a horror movie. It's it's still very interesting to watch if you're like a fan of the genre. I guess. I mean, if you're going for that Matthew Lillard vibe, uh, which I was yeah, into for a while, I mean, I mean, <laughs> believe you me. Well, you know, I don't uh, do it just, anymore. But just yell and scream at Dylan. Like, Wait, sounds like, sounds which, like you guys actually disagree on something. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh yeah. Huh? Matthew Lillard was in the first episode of Twin Peaks. Yeah. Hell yeah, he what was. What the hell happened to him? Who knows? Who the Dude, fuck knows? That's just I ridiculous. Know. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, so Suspiria, yeah, Goblin did a lot of the soundtrack. Very good. Very just everything about that movie is awesome. It's very good. I, I yeah. like that it's about witches. I like that it's about schoolgirls. I like that it's <laughs> about like here. in Germany and it's like very fucking like weird and expressionist in a lot of ways mm-hmm. and just it's a, just a really good example of good clean filmmaking. Do you know that they're remaking it? What? They're remaking. <laughs> that sounds it. horrible. Tilda Swinton is in it. I like her. Oh, it actually has some good talent behind it, and and I will say yeah, that but that's I was just stupid. No, no, look, I I agree with you. I was like, why the fuck are they remaking this movie? But um, it's just like, what's the point? It's already great. <laughs> You're not gonna make it better. I don't think. I mean, especially if they don't do it like you know, practical effects and hands on everything. You know. Oh yeah, I really hope that they that they keep with all that. Not that um, there's anything that would be require CGI. But, you know, it's funny. These days, 
people use CGI for no good reason at all. And it's just retarded. Mm-hmm. Um, Dakota Johnson, Chloe Grace Moretz, Mia Goth and Tilda Swinton star uh, and Jessica Harper. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I mean, oh, I, Jessica Harper was, I guess the lead star of the original film. I am a fan and she's of Tilda Swinton as a different character. But then again, she was in Vanilla Sky and I was not a fan of that. So whatever. <laughs> there you go. And Tom York is uh, is doing oh, the film score. Okay. Well, that's legit. Yeah. So there. So there's a couple reasons that I'm excited, but I am very hesitant about why Maybe the fuck I'll are watch you doing it. this. Oh, well, we should totally watch it. Yeah, like, I guess we should. Well, we got to watch it for sure. I, I got to see this, but uh-huh. I don't expect it to be as classic as the, as the original was. Uh-huh. Um, all right. Well, that was an obvious one. So you, next. <laughs> next. Um, for me. Wait, that was on your list, right? Actually, it was not. On, it's oh not my on my God. list. It doesn't make my top 10. But I what? love that film. But I love that film. I love it. How is that not on your top 10? It's like so Look, much I'm better sorry. than like whatever you just said. Nope. Incorrect. Incorrect. <laughs> it's definitely better than They Follow or whatever. It didn't make called. it didn't make as much of a impression. They come at night. It didn't make as much of an impression on me in a horror way. Really? I think, I think it's. I think it's less it's scary. It's or it was scary. when I first watched it, which it's was like, like kind of scary. It's it didn't scare me at all when I watched it, but it was it was uh, it was just a cool film. Like the style is incredible. Yeah. I, I think it's a cool stylized film. Dude, that movie freaked me the hell out when I first watched it. Yeah, well, but I know, was really young. It, I would say it's still in the genre of horror, but it just didn't freak me out. And so I guess maybe it just didn't leave as much of a like deep impression as it did for you. Okay. But I love that movie. It's great. Well, yeah, most of these movies are movies that may or may not be scary now. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Num- number five for me is Wolf Creek, oh, which is that's a good uh, from one. 2005. John, but, John, what's his name? Yeah, you know the the dude, right? Who? John, oh, wait. <laughs> Let's see. John Lovett or no, not Lovett. What's his name? Um, John Jarrett. John Jarrett. Yeah, yeah, he stars in my dad's movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shiver. He is a killer. <laughs> He's a killer. And this is one of his classic lines from the movie that my dad uh, produced. Go ahead. This is a grout. <laughs> All that- I've got to do is put it around your neck and squeeze or something like that. I don't know the rest, <laughs> but I just like the way he's like, this is a grout. <laughs> Now, whenever we make salad and have carrots in it, I'm like, this is a carrot. I don't know. <laughs> we'll cut that. No, okay. Like <laughs> uh, so Wolf Creek, directed by Greg McLean. Uh, it's an Australian horror film. Um, I love this movie so much. I, I think, again, um, in a similar way to them, it is it 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 doesn't it's not like relying on anything other than just reality. It's just a very grounded realistic something that truly i feel like could happen to you and for that reason it's like still something i think of every time i like am in a desolate camping area i totally think of wolf creek like it has made such a deep impression onto my psyche that like i think i'll just never forget this movie it's basically about a few um australian uh kids who go and they're not kids they're like you know maybe young adults uh, yeah young adults uh they're going uh into the outback and they're just like going on a cool little adventure hike whatever um and then their car breaks down and they they take help from this uh dude who um takes them back to his place and you know just terror ensues um it's just a it's excellent pace um i i really like too that it feels like the the characters make smart choices (laughs) you know i think so often in horror movies you're like god why the fuck are you doing that like what what why would you why would you not like you know 
leave or, or whatever. I feel like they do a really good job of setting up the world and making all their choices, like actually the smartest choice that they could have made in that moment. But it's just an unfortunate series of events that just leads them to do all this, like, or to, to get involved in such uh, dark fucked up shit. Um, I also just think the acting is actually really good, which is again, a rarity in horror films. Um, so yeah, the Wolf Creek, I love that movie. It, it will forever be impressed upon me. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Fair enough. I would say that that could even go into my honorable mentions category, even though I didn't put it there. Mm-hmm. Very good film. Yeah. Cool. Well, I liked it. You. I liked it a lot. And also I think they prided themselves on the fact that their budget was like less than a million dollars. Oh really? And it like... It grossed like a way more than that. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's also another common thing for not common thing. But if a movie is successful, um, a horror movie, it's it can be one of the most uh, lucrative genres, really. Yeah. I'm looking up here. It says that their budget is an estimated one million and they grossed uh, 16 million. (laughs) So, wow, they made their money back. That's for sure. That's really good. But I also heard that that was a lie. Oh, that it was over. (laughs) Well, I heard that they told people that it was a million, but it was actually more than that. Interesting. Well, it did, it does just say estimated a million, right. but but it couldn't have been that much more. I mean, no, there's not like crazy things going on in that movie. But, no, no, you know. but that's what's cool about it is it's so simple and yet so very simple. effective. Yes. Yeah, very good. Anyways, what's, all right. What's next, next on my list, uh, The Omen, 1976, directed uh, by Richard Donner. That is one of for me the all time scary movies. Nice that I've seen in my life. Yeah, still classic. scares me it's classic did you ever see the remake i'm just curious hell no <laughs> hell no i think i may have seen it but no it, oh my it, god no but it was I'd very rather forgettable. watch Shrek. <laughs> um <laughs> no uh this movie though so good so, so good. good so good a lot of creepy things happening around the making of this film too oh really oh yeah deaths and whatnot like oh, really weird I... freak deaths yeah yeah multiple ones i mean like it's not meant to be made it was no i mean it was meant to be made but like i guess the creepy things that happened around the making of the film really like helped with the press that it got or whatever definitely i don't know but it's creepy like i don't know i think one of the people in it uh there's a scene in the film where a woman is killed by a car slicing off a head or maybe Mm -hmm. that doesn't happen in the in the movie but one of the people who worked on the film, I'm not sure who, it could have even been like a very important person on the film, was killed by a car slicing off their head. Oh, shit. I heard in real life. Yeah. I don't know. I could look up urban legend. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we don't have to do it. Uh, anyway. My computer just died and then now it just came back. That was very strange. <laughs> yeah. That movie is so creepy. It's so creepy. Uh, and I love it. And I like, again, the subject matter. It's the devil. It's the occult. It's mm-hmm. dark. And yeah, it does make sense. There's a lot of stuff <laughs> you. that, uh, you don't really see in it, but that just is creepy. Yeah. 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 So there we that's, go. That's one I watched a long time ago, but again, I should probably like rewatch it cause I do remember liking it, but it's, it didn't leave as deep of an impression, I think, but maybe I need to rewatch oh my it. Gosh, now that I'm it left a mark on my soul. <laughs> that's good. That's, that's For great. Sure. Um, All right. Number four for me uh, is a film called Session Nine. Have you seen Session Nine? No. Oh boy, boy, do you gotta see this movie, Laura? It's from 2001, uh, directed by Brad Anderson. Uh, it's an American horror film. 
Um, and spoiler alert, it is the last American horror film on my list. So we are going foreign from here on out. Oh, cool. But, so in my opinion, this is actually the best American horror film. Um, and I'll say probably the scariest movie on the list here. Really? Even though it sits at number four, um, I would say this is the scariest movie um, to me of all time. Um, it is about uh, some cleaners some like uh like um how would you say it uh well i'm gonna pull i'm gonna pull up the wait hold on hold on here just a second so the official synopsis here at least on imdb tensions rise with within an asbestos cleaning crew as they work in an abandoned mental hospital with a horrific past that seems to be coming back basically it's about these cleaners who go to this mental institution this abandoned mental institution and um discover some they're staying there they're like staying there for like a week or whatever to clean up all the asbestos Uh and um it is just so fucking terrifying these sequences in this movie are again just like forever etched in my head and um it also kind of like reminded me when i was a kid i i would i at one point like broke into um old abandoned buildings and and would had this like you know curiosity to explore these like you know abandoned places and and see what's what's lurking in there like kind of seeking out a, a real life horror in some way uh-huh. and this movie to me is is it always reminds me of what i <laughs> thought could happen in those places you know like just the, these like dark fucked up things that could happen um it's just so suspenseful so well paced there is some awesome twists that happen in the movie Mm -hmm. and i think it has a really satisfying ending and there's just a great payoff i think for it all uh and this is a film that i think actually nails the third act um which is just so rare for a horror movie like not only does it start terrifying but it ends terrifying what's it called again uh session nine session nine yeah session nine let me tell you what Hmm. see this movie 2001 yeah um just a total in my opinion classic it's but is it better than they've come at night <laughs> yes yes absolutely okay thank god absolutely it's better than that <laughs> no this is like this is that straight one's up for you dylan <laughs> you son of a bitch <laughs> um no this one is straight up horror i mean this is like i mean it's psychological horror but this is like action it, it, i mean not action-packed but you know there is some there is some fucking sequences in this shit i'll tell you what you will be you will be stressed out. Oh, I mean, maybe I don't want to watch it because I don't <laughs> like being stressed anymore. I like to just chill. Oh, man. I like being relaxed. It'd be so fun to watch good. you watch this movie because I feel like this would really terrify you. This one would really terrify you. I, I don't know if I want to watch it. Yeah. Well, just so you know, if you ever want, if you ever feel a need to be terrified, this one would terrify you. Yeah. Isn't it crazy that Dominic likes to be scared <laughs> alone? I love it. To be scared alone. <laughs> That's just uncomfortable. Hey, I love watching it's horror movies pleasant. with people too, though. I, I love I showing a good horror movie to somebody who has not seen it. Yeah. It has always been a, a really fun thing for me to do my whole life is I love to like show a friend of mine a really good horror movie. Well, and I Session understand Nine, I, I've the I've seen value. many times for that reason. I've shown it to a lot of people. Okay. And, yeah. I, I understand wanting to be scared with someone. Yeah. Because it's a thrill, but you're like safe because you're together. Uh-huh. But... <laughs> The thrill of being scared alone is not fun because you're not safe because you're alone. <laughs> it's true. I know. I don't like that's that. That's the ultimate fear. You know, Ugh, that's, I don't how like you, it that's how you all. amplify it. That sounds terrible. Anyways, what's next on your list? <laughs> um, okay. 
<laughs> Next on my list. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Okay, another classic. Now, again, this is not because of the scare factor because I, I rewatched it again in my later years and realized it was actually fairly humorous. <laughs> but Rosemary's Baby, 1968, ah. director Roman Polanski. That film scared the crap out of me as a kid. That was one of the movies that when I saw it, I could not go to the bathroom by myself for months afterwards. Like just the music in the beginning, I remember as a kid, really stuck with me. Mm-hmm. And it really, I don't know, it was just frightful. And I remember I watched it at my friend's house and then we, I didn't even watch the whole movie straight through the first time. Mm-hmm. I remember her mom was watching it and she was telling us to leave the room because it was not appropriate for us. This is a different friend yeah, whose yeah. parents were not the director. Right, right. Anyway, yeah. And the mom like telling us that we couldn't watch it, of course, made me want to watch it even more. So I would like peek in every couple of minutes into the living room at the TV that she was watching. And I remember coming in right at the end. I'm just going to give a spoiler. If you haven't seen sure. Rosemary's Maybe yet, then just fucking start living life because <laughs> it's been around since 1968. Um <laughs> I remember coming into the room at the exact moment that it flashes onto the face of the devil. Mm. Like after she has the baby right, and you're like right. looking into the carriage and you see the, the, the eyes of the devil, which now watching it in my later years, not, I realize yeah. is not that scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as a kid, it was the scariest thing. I, I just like never left my mind. Right. I'll chime in here with a comment from uh, this thread here. Uh, my dad actually said uh, Rosemary's baby uh, as, as his... Uh, favorite horror film your dad yeah he says uh, rosemary's baby scared the shit out of me as a child first horror movie i'd ever seen um so he also was totally freaked out yeah i think for kids that is one of the scariest things you can see because it again it doesn't show you that much mm-hmm. but the things that it does show you like for whatever reason leave an imprint and the music really had an effect on me yeah. and just like the whole time her relationship with the two old people which i by the way i read the the book the book rosemary's baby which was actually actually kind of scary i think now i would find the book to be more scary than the movie but Mm -hmm. um but yeah i was freaked the hell out by that movie (laughs) i mean yeah just the the vibe of and all of the people it's like again it has it deals with the devil and it deals with witches and these are things that i find to be truly frightening Mm -hmm. um so yeah, Rosemary's Baby is definitely one of the classics for me. Nice. All right, next. Next <laughs> up for me, now we're getting into some real... It's already been great, but now we're in the top three. So this is like cream of the crop. Just the truly, the truly just, just hand-picked straight from, straight from uh, you know, the devil himself here. <laughs> um, number three is Let the Right One In for me, oh, which is... Boring. What Sorry, the fuck? It was fine. I'm sure most people would disagree with me. I'm sure most people are like, that movie was great. But well, I... it is it is a slow film. This is, again, something that I'll just mention about this film. It wasn't is... the slow element that bothered me. I just didn't love it. I don't oh, know man, I totally love it. I don't remember it. why I didn't love it, but I just didn't. Oh, loved this movie. Um, so it's it's directed by uh, Tomas Alfredson, uh, and it's a Swedish film from 2008. And uh, it's about a young girl who is uh feeding on people (laughs) and a young boy who is curious as to what this young girl is doing and um is sort of like wanting to be involved in her life and uh there's just like this um 
this sort of a coming of age yeah (laughs) it is it is kind of like a coming of age again it's not the scariest movie on the list it's it's not it's not like a terrifying maybe that was why i didn't like it when i watched it because i wanted it to be scarier Mm. but it was a fun movie other than that yeah it has some just amazing sequences i don't know if you remember the pool sequence towards the end of the movie uh i don't really want to like give away exactly what's going on but there's a scene towards the end of the movie in a indoor pool uh-huh. Um, and it's a one shot sequence and it is just so good. It's like, it was, I remember getting chills when I, when I saw that in the theater and just thinking to myself like, Oh my God, this is, this is just beautiful. This is just a, this is an incredible film. Uh, that's the thing with this movie to me. It is just gorgeous. It is so well shot. It is so just vibey and has this, um, just dark, feeling for the entire movie it just has this like darkness to it all um but again it's not the scariest movie it's just a fucking great movie again it's it's a director putting i think making a great movie first and then making a scary movie second Uh um in a similar way to the witch i think it's uh it's uh just so memorable it's um yeah i love that movie killer what's up with you (laughs) listen to what's next over there uh your neck of the woods so yeah, I, w- I feel like I have certain ones in my honorable mention that I really want to mention. I won't mention them now, but we'll, we'll, yeah. We'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> There's still more than 10 in my other list though. So I'm kind of organizing. Oh. All right. So <laughs> let's see. Again, these are movies that left a mark on my psyche for whatever reason. You don't have to like them. I like them. Um, and they're from the 80s. Uh-huh. But yeah, so Creepshow 1. Oh, yeah. More of a comedy, really, but just great. I yeah. love that movie. It's a classic cult horror type of film. So film, fun. Set of films. The So Creepshow 1 for me is much better. Is Well, not much better, but it is better than Creepshow 2. But uh, I love all those little vignettes in that movie. It's so fun. and So good. It's not that scary, but just really fun, classic, you know, practical effects, hands-on filmmaking. Right. It was engaging and fun to watch. It's kind of in the same vein as like Tales from the Crypt, I oh, would yes. say. Oh, where yes. it is like, you know, horror elements, that. but it is, it's kind of basically funny. the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I love Tales from the Crypt and I love Creep Show. Yeah. And I would say if you're a fan of Tales from the Crypt for anyone out there, definitely check out Creepshow if you haven't already. It's I mean, the same you thing. Should, you should have already seen it at this <laughs> both, point. Both are like basically vignettes based on a comic book Yeah. with, uh, you know, like campy but not overly campy elements and yeah. horror elements and uh, it's like, you know, just good clean cult horror. Totally. It's like a pour yourself a drink and just kick back and have a good time kind of totally you know it's like it's not gonna make you feel like uncomfortable afterwards like you're not gonna feel totally freaked out but it's super fun yeah it's that's a that's a that's a that's a thrill but for those of you (laughs) who are wondering oh is creep show one the one where they had this one or is that creep show two i'll just clarify creep show one is the one with the dude who has like the plants that grow in the house excessively Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um it also has the like i think it's called like father's day feast or whatever where those old people are like meeting in that mansion and then it's like the the, the father was like murdered and anyway that's mm-hmm. a fun one and then there's also the one with the like crazy scientist like obsessive compulsive guy who can't stand bugs and then his 
room his like apartment gets overrun by cockroaches that's amazing practical effects in that one i know that's one of the greatest mm-hmm. ones mm-hmm. and uh what was the last film in it's that got one the beach right is the oh one the, beach the beach one yeah, yeah 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 it's like something tide is in the name of the title of that yeah. that particular one but yeah the guy gets buried in the sand yeah. up to his neck and oh, that, man, that one's cool classic too. yeah it's great classic yeah it's great. and there's one more and it's like about Oh yeah, it's called the crate or something like that where there's like this crate there's like uh basically this crazy thing that's in a crate underneath in a school like the janitor. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like a that's beast. That's maybe inside. my least favorite actually. No, that's my least favorite too, but it's still fun. Yeah. Um anyway, just good creep yeah. fun. Creep show is awesome. Love yeah. It. Number 2. By the from- way, that oh, came sorry, out in 1980. 19- sorry. That came out in <laughs> 1982 directed by George A. Romero. Okay. Oh, right. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Uh Go on. Number two for me uh, is A Tale of Two Sisters. It's a Korean film from 2003, directed by Kim Ji-Woon. Kim Jong-il. Kim, no. Kim Jong-il. No. <laughs> Kim Ji-Woon. Uh, it is... In, this movie is just so fantastic. It's brilliant. Uh, huh. It, um, What's it called again? A Tale of Two Sisters. Right. Um, again, it's a Korean film. It's, uh, hmm, what to say without spoiling things. Uh, well, here's the official IMDb, um, uh, synopsis. A family is haunted by the tragedies of deaths within the family. (laughs) Okay. So here's the thing. You should not know too much going into this movie. Um, but it is incredible. It's basically about these two sisters who have this very deep connection with one another. Um, and you know, uh, they have their parents too. It's this family drama, but something truly horrific happens uh, fairly early on in the movie. Uh-huh. And it's about this family dealing with that. And it just becomes so much more than a family drama. It it do, it has some elements I think you would especially love. That You know, as I was thinking about this list, this was the number one one that I came across that I was like, uh, Laura would love this uh-huh. uh, and I think that maybe we, at some point we should do like a future episode on this one because I think you would especially love this movie uh, really? on this list uh, okay. I think it kind of plays into some themes that you really like um, but uh, yeah this movie is incredible if you haven't seen it look it up I know they remade it in America under a different name and I I can't remember what the name is and I, uh, I can't I'm briefly looking it up here but I'm not seeing it um, but yeah, this is a movie that has some, you know, supernatural elements in it and it just, uh, it's just beautiful. It's, it's a, it's actually just gorgeously shot and it actually has some really touching and moving moments too, which is pretty rare. I think in a horror movie, uh, like I actually think this movie, while it is horrific at points, it also is, again, it's just a great movie first and foremost. It is also very moving at times. Uh, I think there's some very like poignant scenes of, of like family and, and what people do for one another. You uh-huh. know? Um, so it actually has a bit of a range as far as what you're going to feel in this movie. But I think overall uh, you're going to feel that this movie is fucking great. <laughs> okay. So uh, yeah, see a tale of two sisters. I cannot recommend it enough to people. Um, I think, I think you will like it. Killer. Awesome. Yeah, I wrote it on my to-do list. Cool, yeah. 
Um, what's next for you? All right, what's next for me? I'm really having a hard time make, <laughs> like bringing my, my top 10 list to 10. Uh-huh. Uh, what am I on? How many have I done? Seven? You've done eight, so you're Damn about it, to really? do nine. Yeah, Wait, did I already say nine. House of the Devil? Yes, you did. Okay, cool. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. That was like okay, the second one. Okay, so now I'm on nine. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. So two more. Okay. Make them count. All right, okay, I'm gonna make it count. Um... So, I mean, we're just talking straight horror here, you know what I mean? So, it's mm-hmm. like, I can't say some of the stuff that I want to say because it doesn't fully fit into that category. Sure. But, um, I mean, it's I'm your gonna, list, you know, you do what you want. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say, <laughs> just because, again, this left a, an imprint on my, my psyche and I really liked it as a kid and mm-hmm. I th- think I would still like it now, though I haven't seen it probably since 1989. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Waxwork. <laughs> Wax came out in 1988 directed by anthony hickox hickox all right yeah just Almost a really Hitchcock. fun classic horror movie where uh i recall a kid going into a house maybe it was a kid and his friend going to this house or uh-huh. there's a mansion and then the guy is like come tonight eight o'clock <laughs> or whatever and it's like this mansion where they have all these wax models of like different scenes and mm-hmm. different characters and basically the kid gets pulled they, like each model each wax model so there'll be like one of a vampire and there was like one of a werewolf and there was one of like a zombie or something like that mm-hmm. each one of those designs or each one of those models is in a, a world basically and oh cool like the kid gets pulled into each world kind of like never for christmas a little bit just, just a little bit. Uh, i mean yeah i guess I but mean, like, no, like basically no. <laughs> there's like so the, the, it starts off with like the group of people there's like a group of people that show up at the mansion uh-huh. at a certain time and then like the host or the butler or whatever is like taking them through the, mm-hmm. the mansion showing them the different things like but that. eventually each one straggles behind and like is just deeply engaged stuck. by or stuck like examining further examining the 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 model when the rest of the crowd leaves and that's when they get pulled into the mm. world. This is what I remember from sure. watching it as a child, <laughs> but remembering really, really liking it and yeah. it being scary to me. Um, it probably isn't very scary now and it's probably more of like a kitschy fun, like cult mm-hmm. type of vibe, but really fun practical effects. I like that setup. That's, that's cool. Oh yeah. I, I, I would I love like to it. watch it again. Actually. In fact, maybe I'll watch that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to watch like eight uh, movies. Maybe. Tonight. <laughs> hey, that's what I do. You're going to be up all night. Yeah. But yeah. And like, then they get pulled in the world and then by the end of the world, like, so their experience in there usually leads to the death mm-hmm. somehow. And then it reconfigures the design of the wax model. Yeah. So it'll be like the person who steps into it ends up being in the model, but they're being like devoured by the werewolf or something mm-hmm. like that. Nice. Anyway, it's cool. really fun. That sounds cool. I love it. I love it. I loved it. I mean, I don't know if I, I love, love it now, it. but I loved it. I mean, I put it on my ten, my top ten. <laughs> there you go. It's, you love it enough. Yeah. All right. Next. Well, here we are. Here we are. We've arriven. We've arriven. That's oh, you're at ten. Okay. Number one, the oh. my favorite horror movie, which is probably not much of a surprise to many people is The Shining. Oh, fuck. I totally forgot about that one. What? Good one. Oh, I figured that you were, <laughs> I figured you were saving that for last. Oh, my God. Let's forgot just about the cross shining? out wax work and put it The Shining. 
<laughs> cross or out. we can cross out. Let's see. We can put cross out Company of Wolves and put The Shining. Dude, so, The duh. Shining, uh, 1980, um, okay. directed by Stanley Kubrick. Hello. It is a British-American production, um, joint production. I think uh, it was shot up in Washington, I believe. Uh, no, it was shot in Colorado. Oh, okay. I think. Exteriors, I think, were maybe in Washington. Wait, then, let me check that. Well, anyways. Where does it take place in Colorado? Uh, I don't know if it takes place. I don't know where it takes place, but, uh, definitely a couple people when I, uh, put out a call for everyone's favorite horror films, a couple people called it out. Uh, my friend Aaliyah, Aaliyah Klein, she said, um, the shining, uh, she said the shining was her favorite horror movie as well. Uh, and she said Jack, uh, one of the reasons was, um, Jack Nicholson's eyebrows on his here's Johnny face and also twins are creepy. <laughs> so sorry guys. Let me just correct myself and say that it was in Northern Oregon. Oh, there you go. The exterior. Oh, not in Washington. Oh, okay. I thought it was in, why did I think it was Colorado? No, okay, I think, I, I think interiors uh, were shot in Colorado and exteriors. were. No, shot it in- wasn't. It, the interiors were shot in Hertfordshire, England. Oh, well, oh. Yeah. What? I thought there is something in Colorado then. I thought so. Wait, does it take place in Colorado? I don't know. Well, anyways, so The Shining is just for anyone who has not seen this fucking classic best horror movie of all time by one of the greatest filmmakers to have ever lived, Stanley Kubrick. Um, This film is about a family who goes to... uh, to caretake this hotel um, called The Overlook uh, stars Jack Nicholson um, and uh, Shelley Duvall as his, wa- as his wife. Uh, so they go with their young son and uh, they're staying there for an extended period of time. I think through the whole winter, right? Isn't it something? It's like a, yeah. a few months at least. And by the way, it, it takes place in the Colorado Rockies. <laughs> oh, there you go. All right. There you go. <laughs> okay. Um, they go and uh, they just um, kind of, slowly are descending into some dark madness uh that this uh hotel is evil yeah there's there's an evil presence in the hotel that is um that they are beginning to succumb to especially jack jack uh, nicholson's uh second come uh succumb second second come jack oh jack um son This film is a total classic. I mean, I don't even know where to begin with why this film is amazing. I, it's it's a perfection. I think this movie uh, is actually leagues above any other horror film. I, I I struggle to imagine a world in which a horror film would ever um, touch the masterpiece that is The Shining in my mind. I think The Shining is... Uh, yeah, just head and shoulders above its competition. I think it's uh, extremely well shot, extremely well acted. Um, the story is just so interesting and fascinating. I think there's iconic imagery that's come from this film that is, you know, if you haven't seen it, then you probably will see it and you'll be like, oh, that's what that's from. You know, like it's referenced tons in in, in so much work. Um, so many modern horror films are, are influenced by it. Even modern, not horror films. I mean, Kubrick was a visionary director and, uh, completely, um, he only ever did this one horror film. He did other, you know, amazing films as well, which you just well, definitely check out. But I guess Clockwork Orange is a thriller. Yeah. I would say that's a thriller. Yeah. It's um, not horror for sure. And it, cause it's got like comedic elements in it too as well. Um, and it's, it's yeah. like dark comedy, I guess. Yeah. 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 Uh, but this was his one and only foray into 
horror and i think that he kind of just knocked out of the park created a fucking masterpiece and then just like went back to make some other masterpieces i mean it's just like crazy to me it's like if only if only kubrick would have made another horror film i'm sure it just would have been incredible also the production of this film has always fascinated me um he uh you know uh even though i kind of disagree with some of this but he treated shelly duvall uh very kind of abusively and terribly through the production of this movie um, so that he could yeah so that get just that performance yeah he won him. he wanted this performance from her a very specific performance and in a way he created this atmosphere on set that amplified her fear to like next level kind of things and uh her performance in it is incredible and i do wonder if it was so necessary to really be doing something like that but um and i don't necessarily agree with that but the result is hard to argue with because it's just an incredible performance from shelly duvall uh, and jack nicholson i mean i could just go on and on i could i could talk about this for the whole hour but let me just uh make no if ends or buts about it that everyone needs to see the shining if you if you like horror films Great or picture. Films, I or agree. films. Not only, sorry, one, one last thing. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Not only is The Shining my favorite horror film of all time, it's also up there as one of my all time favorite films in general. It's, it's, yeah. I, I would even say that it could be my favorite film, but wow. I, I don't want to commit to just one film. <laughs> You're not ready to commit. I'm not ready to commit, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's an open definitely a great movie. I won't deny that. I should have had that, like, be up to the top on my list but um i forgot about it so thanks <laughs> for good. reminding me it's all good well that's what we're here for very you know? good picture we're excellent. reminding people of great horror movies that excellent they may, may specimen of good filmmaking and uh yeah i agree that that is i mean that is definitely in my top 10 um but so is the next movie there you go final film uh, okay well i have to decide between two that I have on my list and then one will make hit the honorable mention. So let me just present those two to you All and right. you can decide. Go for it. <laughs> so the last things I have on my list are Fire Walk With Me. Oh. 1992 directed by David Lynch. It's not that I like love this movie but it was really scary. Hmm. And I don't know. I just thought it'd be a cool one to put on the list. Totally. Especially with uh, me. It's very relevant. Yeah. There's like really really weird scary moments in that movie and uh it's definitely the kind of thing you don't but should watch all alone in a giant room at 3 a.m you know what that's what i'm gonna do i've still not seen this movie which i know is a bit of a shame for me because david lynch is one of my favorite directors but i will be watching that very soon i've already been kind of planning how i'm gonna be doing that so okay so that's choice number one great Love it. Choice number sure. two. You're probably not going <laughs> to care about this, but this is one of the scary movies that I saw as a kid too. Mm-hmm. That it stuck with me. Uh, and this is an obvious, kind of an obvious one, but Nightmare on Elm Street three, Dream Warriors, starring Patricia Arquette. Came Specifically, out, the third one. Yeah, so came strange. out in 1987, Why? directed by Chuck. It's just really scary. Huh? They're not all that scary. Huh? But that one scared me. I know a lot. I've only seen and one it's of fun. them. There's a lot of fun stuff in it. Well, it's. Patricia Arquette's debut performance. Okay. Who I think is awesome in it. Directed by Chuck Russell. Um, it's classic. It's a classic, you know, it's very classic. <laughs> <laughs> and I like it. It's uh it's scary and it's, you know, deals with dreams and I don't know, it's just cool. Nice. Whatever. It's good. Well, there uh, you go. 
but so okay which one should i go with fire walk with me or nightmare on elm street 3 so well, do you know I've nightmare seen on elm neither <laughs> i can't believe we've never wait have you watched the nightmare on elm street movies at all Well, i definitely have seen one maybe even two of them but i don't know which ones i saw well like what happened to them i don't know dude going into the nightmares and shit <laughs> I gotta okay. say, I mean, it didn't. It, it was didn't slasher. Do much for you. Slasher. The the subgenre of like slasher horror no, is just this, not really like this is as not, much my thing. See, mine neither. But I don't consider these to be slasher. Okay. They're like monsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess and they deal true. with dreams. Right. No, it, that like, was it, more it interesting. It penetrates the psyches of the characters, and it like does stuff to the. I don't know. I just think mm-hmm. it's a cool, weird, I should, I, look, and I'd just be down, great Drew. classic. You know practical effects and stuff good makeup and all i mean i should revisit i just it. like these kinds of movies i mean i don't yeah. like them all but i do like i like no i'm street three so i guess i'll go with <laughs> um <laughs> screw it i'll take the nightmare on elm street three over firewalk me only because i would rather watch nightmare on elm street three again than firewalk with me uh-huh, again, personally uh-huh. but the shining probably trumps all so i mean yeah, that's fucking right. My that's, list is a bunch of fucking bullshit. Really, it's bullshit. No, it's cool. I I actually yeah. was, that's that you 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 said a couple that I had never even heard of. But there are some honorable mentions. I know we're going way over time here, but can I just yeah bre- let's let's let's, through them? let's get to it. Okay. I think it's fine if we have a longer episode for this. All this right. is like you know it's a special it's a special occasion. Super fast. Okay. You're strapping in. You know you want to hear about good horror movies. Let's <laughs> strap this on for size. <laughs> Parents, 1989, directed by Bob. Balaban. All right. Really fun, weird cult horror movie about mm-hmm. kids whose parents are freaks. You should watch it. I think you might enjoy it. Okay. It's a great, it's great. I'll have to, I, I, it's I'm more of a dark comedy. Like, write all these down afterwards. <laughs> uh, they're written down here. Oh, I'll good. send you the, uh, the text. Uh, Paranormal Activity 2, 2010, directed by Todd Williams. Interesting. The second one. <clears throat> oh, the yeah. second one. This is hands down the scariest one. Huh. I will say, like, yeah, just on in terms and of wow, sheer actually, terror. I'm, I'm totally shocked that you even put any of them on. Like, I actually really love Paranormal it's Activity really 1 and scary. 2. It's really scary. It's really freaking scary. Totally and, like, agree. I remember me and Anton saw it in the theater and, like, many people including myself were like literally jumping out of their seats it's so terrifying it's so terrifying it's so scary and i but i think that definitely paranormal activity one is not as good and three is is humorous compared but like part two genuinely scary genuinely scary uh poltergeist three 1988 directed by gary sherman classic really scared me as a kid it's the one that i think is the scariest for sure definitely i mean it's the one that takes place in the uh, the uh, apartment building in New York, and uh, mm. you know it's just great, very nice. fun. As fa- fun again, fun uh, practical effects and makeup and and all kinds of stuff. Um, number uh, next one that I have on my honorable mentions. You're not going to like this, but three women from n- n- 1977, direct- directed by Robert Altman. <laughs> It just, for so much of the movie, there uh-huh. is such a scary vibe and scary, like, uh-huh. essence that is, that is uh, you know, obtained. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the, uh, the end kind of lost it. Mm-hmm. I'd agree but with that. But be it's that as it may, it's like, intriguing. the first three quarters of it really did keep me going. So I feel like that's worth something. And it I is, thought it, it was it like, it's definitely got a weird, dark vibe. And, you know hard to do that with a lot of movies and i like the subject matter again it's like it has to do with the devil and it has to do with dark occult energies so that it i liked it um texas chainsaw massacre 1974 yeah. director toby hooper definitely 
classic. 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 So scary. So realistic. I mean, just putting the idea of that out there into the realm of possibilities in our day to day lives really does leave a mark. Oh, totally. And it's insane. Yeah. I definitely think about it when we're on tour sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) As do I. Yeah. It's fucking scary. I mean, that's a, that's and like well the mark, made. You know? I think it's like really well directed. Mm-hmm. It uh, is, yeah, it's great. That's that's a great horror film. Classic, total yeah. classic. Uh, Dolls, nineteen eighty seven, directed by Stuart Gordon. Not very scary, but very scary to me as a child, and really <laughs> weird and cool because it's about dolls that are like killers. <laughs> there you go. Um, and The Exorcist, of course, nineteen seventy three, mm-hmm. directed by William Friedkin. I mean. I don't love this movie, but it's a classic and it is scary and it's something that everyone should see if they haven't seen it yet. I agree exactly with that assessment. It's I important. also didn't love it, but I think it's important in the horror genre for sure. Totally. And like, it's classic. Yeah. It's classic. This is a classic. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, All right. I'm just going to add mentions for just you. a quick couple of the uh, um, ones that you didn't say because actually I, I agree with some of those. Um, I'm going to say Goodnight Mommy. Uh which came out just a few years ago. I don't have the the days and the directors for for these. Just kind of quickly jotted sure. them down. Uh, and also a Spanish film called Rec. Huh? Have you ever heard of it? Uh-uh. Uh, it's um. When did that come? Or it's a, that a kind recent? of like a found footage movie as well. It's like um, oh, which reminds me of something else. They yeah. they go through. It's like this uh, camera crew is stuck in this crazy hotel with these like infected people. Um, it's uh, insane. it's insane. You might not like it. I don't think you would like that one, but I love it. Uh, and Paranormal Activity. Yeah, oh, it's called totally Wrecked. No, no oh, Wrecked. R-E-C, like record. Oh, oh, R-E-C. Okay, gotcha. As in record, because that's what it's referencing. Um, and yeah, Funny Games, which you mentioned earlier. Funny yeah. Games, now that movie is, if you are interested in horror films and the deconstruction of horror films and the self-aware like being a self-aware horror film that is playing with you and breaking the fourth wall like playing with you as the audience member of this film like being aware that you're watching it as a film this movie is um is a must i think uh it is so interesting what it does there are it it might infuriate you but just realize that that's the point (laughs) uh but it's great it's just truly great um yeah uh that's it for my honorable mentions uh, I want to read some comments from people who uh, chimed in with their favorite horror movies. Oh, yeah. Because um, I uh, I think that some of these are uh, legit, you know? Sure. So let's... Uh, let's, well, let's, let's hear it. Let's go through some let's of these. Let's hear these idiots' choices. No, I'm kidding. Starting Thank with you the for responding. biggest idiot, Josh Pollock. Of <laughs> course. <laughs> Just kidding, Josh. We love you. We adore you. Uh, Josh was actually on a previous episode, if you uh, didn't listen to it, but he, he, he said, does Evil Dead 2 count? Oh, uh, Sure. Yeah. 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 Of course it does. Josh, I totally, I totally say Evil Dead 2 does count. Slightly. Uh, Alex Walker, my friend Alex Walker, he says, uh, honestly, the Babadook recently scared the shit out of me, but if we're going with <laughs> classics, I have to say The Thing with Kurt Russell, which. Oh, uh, yeah. Classic. Yeah, the classic. Thing, classic, yeah. classic. And I'll say The Babadook but also is very good. Not, uh, you know, didn't crack the top 10 for me, but it was, it was in there as we were approaching 10. Uh huh. Um, let's see what else. Um, Joe Sam's. He said, uh, Joe, Joe Sams, by the way, he has done some uh, weird uh, effects for various uh, people that you should definitely check out. One of which was a nightmarish blob in the uh, Far Win Long Go video. Uh, he said yeah. his favorite horror film is 
Tetsuo the Iron Man, and I've huh. never heard of that, but I will take a recommendation from Joe Sands if I ever heard one. Yeah. He knows his I wonder. Shit. It sounds <laughs> like it's going to be kind of like camp, but also like dark comedy horror. That's my guess. Uh, that is exactly my guess, too. It's so funny. I haven't even looked it up, but that's exactly what my guess is. Like maybe it'll just be like him, it'll, maybe it'll be like made or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like, like I got to take I got to look into that. They're not made, but, uh, you know audition or something like that mm-hmm. scott wright says uh house of a thousand corpses i also agree i think that movie is awesome um candace fields says uh the descent and she said anytime i'm asked what my favorite horror flick is i think of this one it takes on it takes on a lot of the common horror movie wait, tropes. Wait, wait, wait. say it again the descent Okay, haven't seen that. It takes on a lot of common horror movie tropes and turns them on their head. It's got creepy, scary creatures, and it uses suspense and gore to its advantage, never to excess. The soundtrack is very well done and never campy, not to mention there are multiple badass female characters. Uh, And Dylan Haas also said The Descent, and he said, um, in which the camera's claustrophobic nature is the most horrifying thing until the monsters. Alien is up there for a number of reasons. Texas Chainsaw Massacre right. for the way shit gets so fucked up from the beginning and human life is a thing that the camera seems to dismiss. Mostly my favorite horror movies have to do with the cinematography. So multiple people for The Descent here, which I have right. seen. I'll put this on the list. Yeah, I have seen The Descent. When did that come out? Um, that is a good question that I am looking up as i talk slowly 2005 okay um you know and i've seen this movie and i do remember it being pretty fucking freaky but i guess i just didn't include it here because i can't remember it that well like i guess it just didn't leave a real deep impression but it's strange because i do remember it being freaky i just can't remember specifically why it was so freaky Uh um but i do think that the descent is a, a worthy addition here uh-huh um what else we got uh okay so actually just a couple more um people said something uh liam mcelroy he said uh, the cronenberg the cronenberg remake of the fly which i also think is oh, great oh cronenberg uh, remake i like the original fly he said not only is it genuinely creepy and has these weird cronenberg moments but it's also some of the best on-screen chemistry ever between gina davis and jeff goldblum <laughs> oh, oh that one yeah yeah totally great yeah. love that one yeah totally yeah um and classic but not my favorite <laughs> yeah also very good though um taylor rankin also said the descent uh you know there you go There's lots a lot of people for the descent they're all about the descent here uh-huh. cool guys well thanks for um commenting uh, there's tons of good stuff here i think uh, i think you guys are all on the right track here and there's some recommendations that i had gotta look myself into um but yeah it seems like some of you guys line up with uh, what we're thinking too and hopefully you uh, found out about some horror movies in this episode uh, that you can check out and uh, enjoy as well. Thank you all so much. Thank you. Yeah, this was fun. Um, Maybe we'll do more like these. Let us know. Let us know if this is like something you dig, if this is a different kind of style for you. Um, And, uh, you know, so this has been totally tell me we post new episodes every Wednesday on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google play and stitcher. Uh, if you dig us, share it with a friend, subscribe, um, and please leave us a rating on iTunes. It definitely helps us get the word out um, and gets us uh, gets us more people to know what the fuck we're doing over here. Our intro and outro music is by Laura and Anton. And uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks, Laura. This was fun. Yeah. It's cool to hear Thank about a you. bunch of new movies. Totally. Uh, thanks to you guys for listening. We'll be back next Wednesday with a new episode of Totally Tell Me. Yeah.